A-House Civis Broadcasting. Hello, my name is Alufi Haskell de Civis. And I'm Silas de Civis. And today is the 6th of Larvian, a wonderful far, if I do say so myself. It's been pretty all right. The weather's nice. That is true. It's not ungodly hot anymore. No, no. It's, uh, you know, it's starting to, to, to kind of mellow out. It's, it's, it's feeling good out there. A little on the humid side, I will admit. You know, I'm looking forward to autumn already. As soon as it gets here, I think it'll be a, a little more enjoyable here in the city. Is that your favorite season, autumn? It's better than the summer. It's unbearably hot. And then in the winter, it's not particularly cold here, but I can't really go anywhere else because it gets so cold everywhere else. So autumn's not that. It's the better of the four. But what about spring? No, no. Spring is... Spring is wonderful. No, everything still has that chill on it. At least in autumn, it's on its way down instead of on its way up. We've got an interesting show for everybody. Instead of doing some news, we're just going to do a few Luffy's Advice Corner questions. And then we're going to dive right in with our guest today. It was a heck of a time to get her on, but I'm excited to have her in. We'll be speaking with Hellcash Ty, the aide to the ambassador for Rehadra. I'm really excited. I've got uh, quite a few poignant questions for her. I assume none of those are poignant, but they're all questions, I would imagine. Wow, why? You're being a little spicy this morning. Because you're going to ask silly stuff. I never ask silly stuff. You never ask silly stuff? You know what? Let's let our listeners be the judge of that. On today's... A A Chronicle Chronicle of Echoes. Echoes. As we said, today's a little different. We're not going to cover any news. I figured we did enough of that on Weir. So we're going to just talk a little bit about a Luffy's Advice Corner. Let's just start in, right? That's a good idea. Dear Luffy, I hope this message finds you well. It does. I have a very important question, do but tell. it isn't necessarily for you. If you're going to do that the whole time, it's going to throw me off. Really sorry. It's all right. It's for the beautiful girl sitting right in front of me here at the Drunken Dragon Inn. The half-elf with blazing red hair and stark blue eyes that has saved my sorry bottom many times over. We've had so many adventures together, but it was those small talks by the fire eating our rations and hearing your laugh that made those dark nights brighter. And I want to spend the rest of my life doing just that. So I guess at this point, Fientia Will you marry me? Maybe don't say yes. You're making a wrong choice. How do you know? That's that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. Hold on, give him a second. You're not gonna know. You know that, right? Listen, but they're having a wonderful moment right they now. They may not be. They may she may feel a lot of pressure from this whole thing. Can you imagine having someone just spring that on you? It You're trying to so enjoy. No, no, romantic. it's not romantic. That is poorly thought through. 
But what if that's her love language? What if she loves big things like that? Well, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's true. That is a possibility. But I don't need, we don't need to be involved in that. They could be fighting over us right now. That's true. You know what, you guys, um, why don't you, we're going to have, uh, hey, uh, who do we, who do we have at the, the Drunken ta- Dragon? I'm not sure who's there today. Oh, it's Angie. Angie's the subscribe there. Angie, um, give them uh, the little card and tell them to come visit us. And you had can... to look through the list for that. You couldn't just say, hey, the subscribe at Drunken Dragon. Give them the card. Why, why do all that? Because it's showing that I care about Angie and the fact that she is her own person and not just, uh, you know, a random subscribe that we have sent to one of the hundreds of places around the city. It's called being a good boss. Read the next one since you're going to be a stinky butthole. Dear Luffy, why can't people just reincarnate? <clears throat> Dear Luffy, why can't people just reincarnate dead people? My uncle said we can't bring my mommy back, but there are people that come back from being dead. So why can't my mommy come back? Georgie Revzer. Yeah, you glad we went on to the next one now? Sometimes there are circumstances in which certain souls can be brought back from Delure. Uh, certain people are able to claw their way back to life. And sadly, in those circumstances, it's extremely necessary and it can really, really hurt all of the world. We've all heard about uh, the time that uh, Jayla had revived one of the cardinals, but you have to remember that she had to pull a soul back from what she believes is the end of the line. What, what many members of the Silver Flame think is uh, a soul that is finally uh, joined with the flame to help fight evil, and she had to bring him back. And while I know that your mommy is really important to you, if your mommy was brought back, it could hurt other things. It's like a domino effect. And your mommy coming back could actually really, really hurt things down the line. We occasionally hear of adventurers um, being able to commit such such feats of amazing proportion, but at what cost do they do it? It's not always a good thing. And I know that your heart hurts right now because your mommy is gone. And I know that your uncle's heart hurts because your mommy is gone. Your heart hurting doesn't mean that your mommy isn't still with you, though. She lives on with you every single day, with every little breath. Whenever you see your mommy's favorite flower, that's her reminding you that she loves you. Whenever you pick up a crown on a sidewalk, that's your mommy telling you she's thinking of you. She's always with you. She's not completely gone. And that's what's important to remember. I think that was a rather difficult one, and you handle it with class.
let's round it out with something a little lighter. Dear Miss Aloofy, I was recently visiting Moorgrave University from Arcanics and stumbled across a Displacer Beast kitten outside on their campus. I think it may belong to the menagerie of monsters, but have grown attached and want to take it with me when I return to Arcanics in Cipheros. What should I do? P.S. Kushex says hi. I don't, I don't know how to read that. I think it says Koshik or Koshek. They say hello. I bet it's a little displeaser piece, kidding. So, something to be mindful about is displacer beasts are very intelligent creatures, and this particular kitten probably does belong in uh, the menagerie because of its current status when it comes to not having a mother um, to raise it to adulthood. Now, my recommendation would be to go to Monty, you know, Professor Darwin, and inform him of the situation. Maybe if you're part of that program, uh, part of that school, he'll allow it to be kind of a uh, exchange program, kind of how you're a member of the exchange program now. If you've truly bonded with the Displacer Beast kitten, it might be bad for you to leave it. Of course, I'm not an expert in these things, but talking to the head of the program is definitely something you should do because you don't want to end up harming this kitten in its later life. Displacer Beasts aren't pets. They shouldn't be kept as pets. They are first and foremost, very ruthless and uh, effective killers. And one wrong thing could ruin its life and yours. Now, that isn't to say that Monty might not be able to pull some strings, get you properly trained, and also see if the School of Arcana Zoology in Arcanics wouldn't be willing to get a transferred Displacer Beast kitten so that you can stay with it as it grows. The important thing to remember is, especially when dealing with exotic pets like this, have it spayed or neutered. I've seen a pack of blink dogs that have been running around the towers here, and they are out of control because people will not spay and neuter them. Monty's always talking about how you should spay and neuter any pets that you have. Um, Tifers, we've decided not to because we're thinking about breeding her. Um, With what? Other cats? Don't, no, don't, don't, no, 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 I'm, 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 no, 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 no. It's enough that it's alive still? No. 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 Absolutely not. Regardless, she's still much, much too young to uh, even begin that process. <laughs> as far as you know. She's still a kitten. As, again, as far as you know. She has not grown to it adult It could be cat. 300 years old. You have no idea. Um, no, she's obviously not because, you know, her developmental growth is uh, approximately the same as like a regular cat. Shall we jump to our interview? Of course. Um, after this brief musical break, we will be talking with our guest, Hellcash Ty.
and welcome back. Today is a very special broadcasting for us, and very different. We have on with us a guest from a far-off and distant land, and I'm delighted to get some insight, and hopefully some inspiration. Please welcome our guest, Hel Kashtai. Thank you very much for having me on your broadcast. Is this the word you use? Uh, it's broadcasting. It's actually two words. It is a broadcasting of a spell. Although I guess we could shorten it. Maybe we'll shorten it sometime. So, Helkashtai, uh, you are the aide to the ambassador of Riedra for Breland, right? That is correct, yes. I have the pleasure of serving under His Excellency, the Lord Jarshesh, who is stationed currently in Chan. I mean, that must be really cool. Uh, I've never worked at an embassy before. <laughs> Naturally, it's very busy, but it is a great honor to serve both my people in Riedra and now here, your people here in Breland. So, like, what is Riedra like? You know, we, we get these reports from, like, the Sharn Inquisitive, and then we also hear adventurers, and we all know how reliable they could be. <laughs> and this will be the first actual report from someone who's been there and seen. I, I think a lot of people could benefit from that. Of course, of course. It always pays to have the first-hand accounts. And, of course, I grew up in Riedra. It's been many decades of my life there before being invited to join you in your city here. Riedra is something to strive for. It is a place of peace, a place of spiritual awakening. We have long ago put away frivolous things like war, poverty, violence, and instead we work together to build the unity that we can all be proud of, that we can all call a home, and that now I can come to you and, and, and share our ways in peace and friendship. Well, that is inspiring. What, what is it like to live in that idyllic version of society? It is a privilege. Of course, the way in which we all experience Riedra is dependent upon our particular role in our society. I myself have the pleasure of being among the chosen people. As such, if the burden falls to me to ensure that our people are shepherded, that all their needs are met, that they are clothed, that they are fed, and that they can all live a happy life without the influence of evil spirits, and that we can guide them along their path towards their spiritual enlightenment. Now, of course, on the day-to-day -day lifestyle, we all have our part to play. We all put in our labors, where many reagents put in a day's honest work in the fields, or building the walls of our towns, or providing food. Others work the fields. Others protect our borders from hostile or magical forces. It falls to us to guide our people. So I am often spent in quiet contemplation. I am often spent in meta-concert with fellow inspired citizens of Riedra. And together we plan and we coordinate and we make sure no one ever goes hungry. Speaking of, you know, the inconsistencies of adventurers' reports, they 
similar to what you've you've just uh, elaborated on, they have said that there is this caste system in Riedra where depending on how one is born or even what species they belong to, they might be shoehorned into a particular place in society. And many adventurers report that it's kind of this horrific thing. And even to our listener Braylanders, this nation is very much a uh, a meritocracy of sorts. So <laughs> how do you defend the, the caste system? Isn't it kind of seen as barbaric? <laughs> Riedra does not have a caste system. Riedra has a system of spiritual enlightenment we call the path of inspiration. And while it's true that you know, our position along the path may be determined by outside factors. This is an oversimplification of the truth. You see, the path of inspiration stretches from one's creation to one's eternity. It is not bound by silly, limited concepts like mortality. We are all free to walk along our path of inspiration and even a laborer on a farm who puts in their duty to Riedra, who helps their fellow man or woman or shifter or whoever they may be. So long as you do your duty to your fellows, you can see yourself advancing along the spiritual enlightenment. And then maybe next time the spirits, the great ill altas will decide you have a new role in our society. And so on, we all must strive to do our part that the chosen people have been gifted by Il Altas. This is very different from the caste systems that you describe in uh, your five nations. <laughs> Although I know you will claim that no such caste systems exist. Here, I would remind you that it was only four years ago since the Warforged were freed of their servitude. In Riedra, anyone can find their final inspiration. Anyone can walk their path along their path of inspiration. There is no restriction there. All it takes is hard work, dedication, and opening yourself spiritually to the possibilities of what can be and what will be. All of that sounds too good to be true. I, I'm a little hesitant to sign up for a new way of thinking, but I do want to touch on something that you said. It is true that the Warforged were only recently given their freedom, and there are a lot of dark stains on our history, but all of the five nations are open. They're free. You can come and go as you please. There seems to be a level of secrecy to certain sections of Riedra, and I wonder how you address that. Riedra is a gift to the people of Salona by Il Altas, by our spirits, by those that inspire us, that has been working for many generations, for over a thousand years. We are protective of the work that we have put in, and we are hesitant to introduce elements to our society that threaten the delicate balance that ensures that all our people are cared for, um, all their needs are met. Now, of course, we will never claim to be a perfect society, but we are a cautious one. Recently, we have 
agreed to open portions of our nation to the five nations. Um, you can visit our wonderful cities in Daulatesh and Darjin. You can go there to, to meet fellow Riyajan people, to understand our ways. And maybe in time, once you come to understand them, the interior of our nation will be open to you too. That is my sincere hope. I would love to be able to share the wonders of Korvagura with you one day. But caution, not secrecy, caution is the aim of our restrictions, if you want to call them such a, a, an ugly word. So I've seen some artwork of the uh, Redrin countryside. And I, this is going to sound a little weird to anyone who has not seen um, artwork of the Redrin countryside. What are the big egg statues for? Um, may I ask who has been trading in art of the interior of Redra? Well, you know, like adventures and stuff. Mm. I used to work for Clifftop. So, like, sometimes they do, like, art stuff, and then they bring it back. So is art not even permitted to leave? I Let's get back to the topic at hand. Um, I, I'm sure I can have conversations with the Clifftop Adventurers Guild in due time. The eggs, as you uh, refer to them so clumsily, uh, so adorable, these are sacred vessels we call the Hanbalani Altas. They are our conduit to the spirits in the worlds beyond. They enable us to keep our careful watch over our shared interests to ensure that all the people of Riedra are kept safe from harmful influences or dangerous magic. And they allow us to speak into the minds of all our people in whatever ways it is deemed necessary for the proper and harmonious operation of our villages. So you're projecting your thoughts directly into those around you. Do you feel that that has any influence on them? Oh, of course. Do you not hope that this echo, as you call it, will influence the people of your nation too? Well, I, I hope that it will, but I hope that it'll affect them positively through their decisions, not through me forcing them to do anything. Oh. I'm not sure how your hand baloney elf toes works, but uh, ours is a little different. No, 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 no. We, we, we speak to our people through the Hanbalani Altas. Any suggestion that we force the reagent people to work for the inspired is Kalashtar propaganda. Your best spending your time speaking with His Excellency, the Lord Jorshesh, or myself, rather than listening to, to doomsayers speaking on the corners of Overlook. I'm afraid you've ended up with a, with a terribly misguided picture of, of the interior of our nation. Speaking of the Kalish Tar and a lot of the adventure rumors, even though these are different people across different areas, we're getting a lot of the same reports. How do you address things like brainwashing, kidnapping, subjugation. I'm not saying that they happen, but how do you address those rumors? It is a most unfortunate thing that the unity of Riedra does not uh, expand across the full continent of Salona. Unfortunately, we have been harried for many centuries by uh, violent and um, 
disruptive uh, terrorists from Adar who call themselves Kalashtar, um, who have spread malicious rumors against uh, our nation. They try to disrupt our unity. They try to um, discourage others from working with the inspired in Corvair. Um, and in some ways, I cannot blame them because in some ways they are not to blame themselves. These, these people sadly have been corrupted by the Altafar. These are terrible, dark spirits from an, from another world who have stood in uh, opposition to Il Altas, our great spirits, for as long as Il Altas has visited us. Now, um, I have heard people say that Riedra is to blame, that we lay siege to their cities in Adar, in the mountains to the south of our continent. And that could not be further from the reality of the situation. No, no, the, the Kalashtar have long attacked our borders. Um, and if it was merely a case of us trying to expand in their, into their territory, well, I would show them the neighboring nation of Sirkan on the continent's uh, southwest peninsula. We have been at peace with Sarkon for many, well, as long as Riedra has been um, a unity. Uh, if the people of Sirkan in the city of Ardmen uh, can work with us in peace and harmony, then I question what what is the problem with the Kalashtar? No, no, you that, that they have been um, spreading terrible malicious rumors against us. I, I, I implore you not to listen to anything they say. Oh, no, no. I, again, I was not implying that anything was founded in these rumors. Uh, I know how it is, especially during the last war. We had a lot of unfair and untrue statements about other nations and a lot of those hatreds and biases still exist today so i understand completely but i i needed to address them i, I feel like they needed to be talked about of course it is very strange to us in riedra that the inspireds must be made to respond to any allegation of wrongdoing of course the people of riedra understand the importance of the work of Il Altas. They feel the benevolence of the spirits every day of their lives. So coming to Shan, it was strange and in some ways exciting, but it's been a very trying time for, for someone in my position, but a very enlightening one in some ways as well. Speaking of you uh, coming to Sharn, what is something that the embassy hopes to learn from from Breland or, or the Five Nations in general? You know, what's something that we might be able to help bring back to Riedra to make it a bit better? This is a difficult question. I would never dream to answer on behalf of the unity of Riedra. Instead, I would answer personally. I have been enjoying the culture of Shan for many years now as a Lord Joroshesh. The culture here is certainly exciting. I've been a guest of the Tain Gala for, well, any time I ask for an invitation. The music, 
the culture, the literature here is uh, wonderful. And it's part of that cultural exchange, which I think is so important for, you know, a diplomat in my role to enjoy and to also learn from and, and to take back to my home nation once my term here is complete. So what, what about, what about the food? Like, is, is there a particular food from Riedra you, you like really miss? Food in Riedra is very, well, we have a more structured approach to our cuisine than you do. Much of our diet is based upon a, a, a fruit we grow called the pommel, which can be flavored on all manner of ways. It will make a dozen dishes to fill the belly of any reagent laborer. But I've enjoyed in Shan all the various delights of the Five Nations. The spices are quite alien to Riedra. And while I can't say I enjoy all of it, I've certainly enjoyed daggerfish spiced with Rhenish fire peppers. Gets the heart racing, as I'm sure you can imagine. But sometimes I do still pine for the a good bowl of pomo soup. These are the home comforts, you understand. Everybody has that that comfort food that just reminds them of home and feels like you're being wrapped in a big old blanket. Exactly. So does the path of inspiration uh, allow for imbibing? Is that something that you're permitted to do or do you guys not have that there? The path of inspiration asks that we keep our minds clear and free of mind-altering substances. As such, we generally refrain from alcoholic beverages and other foods and beverages that can affect cognition. Naturally, these substances can interfere with one's thought processes and make it more difficult for Il Altas in their eternal wisdom to communicate with us how we might better achieve our spiritual enlightenment. So no, I have not had the opportunity to imbibe your wine and your spirits and your Zalago gins. Just curious about the, the ways that they are made in other places. That, that is uh, an interesting outlook on life. Um, perhaps that is the way to a better, more, more advanced future. Uh, Luffy? Are you going to go sober? Oh, no, no. Okay, because I was going to say, like, are there cats raining from the sky? The host would step in and prevent me from going sober. <laughs> oh, cats. Cats is perhaps what I could take back with us to Riedra. They are so adorable. Oh, cats. Oh, I got a portrait of Tifers in my wallet. Give me one second. Um, okay, so I got her last long shadows. Look at her. She's so adorable. And she's got these little tuskies. She's just, she's like a regular little jungle animal. <laughs> oh my goodness. <sighs> How adorable. Ladies, not to be rude, but uh, Meeps is giving us the signal. If you guys want to keep doing this after, uh, that's absolutely fine. But uh, I do believe that'll be the end of the show for today. Alufi, if you'll take us out. Of course. I would like to thank you, Helkeshtai, for coming in and talking about the what seems to be very distant land of Riedra with us and, you know, just sharing your your wisdom uh, when it comes to those of us here who, who've never really uh, gotten a peek into this mystical land, uh, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thank you very much for having me. It has been a privilege to discuss with you my homeland. And I hope through my answers here, I've managed to bring Riedra just 
that little bit nearer to the people of Corvair. Oh, you, you definitely have. I think we're going to have to talk to you about scheduling a trip. I, I'd like to go out and actually see it. That would be really fun. Would be, maybe we'll do a remote broadcasting from there. That would be interesting. Mm, maybe. So for everybody out there in Sharn listening to us right now, I hope you all have a inspired day. <laughs> and remember to listen out for those echoes of hope.